Apostle Mrs. Leanne Kofi, the founder and general overseer of the Lord's Garden Ministries, a ministry which is focused on bringing back the glory of God into the lives of people who have been battered by the world. She's a healing apostle and ministers powerfully to break people free from demonic oppressions. We believe you'll be blessed as you listen to today's word. Now, today's word. Praise be to the name of Jesus. This um, morning, I'm starting a three-week series on faith, on faith, hallelujah. And I pray, I pray God that your faith may be strengthened and your faith renewed. And the disciples of Jesus said that, Lord, teach us to pray. Said, Lord, let us have more faith. I believe that God says that every one of us has received a measure of faith. If you didn't have any faith in God, you wouldn't be here this morning. You would probably be at some mutual joint. But it's your faith in God that has brought you here. Amen. And God rewards faith. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you for your presence. We thank you for your people. Lord, I thank you that wherever two or three are gathered together in your name, your word says you are there in their midst. And so we thank you, my God, for your presence and your power that is at work here, both to will and to do of your good pleasure in the lives of men and women and children, families that are gathered here. And therefore I pray this morning that the Lord speak through this vessel of clay and bring to understanding, my God, the, the spiritual understanding of your people, my God, your word. And I pray that may your word have its free course in every life. And may there be a difference, a change, my God, a transformation to every soul and every spirit that hears this word. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Praise the Lord. This one I've titled my message, Faith Triumphs. Faith Triumphs. Amen. Faith has the upper hand. Faith gives a victory over all things. Amen. Oh, put your hands together. Amen. I'll be reading Hebrews chapter 11. And it's come to my mind to read the, the, all the verses from verse 1 to 40. The reason be that many people don't read their Bible. So when we don't read the Bible in church, they also don't read the Bible at home, then it's zero. So you go through Hebrews chapter 11. It's, I call it the gallery of faith. It's a chapter nobody should not know. Amen. So it's up there. So we are going. Let's go. Maybe you can even... Go with me in reading. Amen. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it, the elders obtained a good report. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that the things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. By faith, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by which he obtained witness that he was righteous. God testifying of his gifts, and by it he being dead, yet speaks. By faith Enoch was translated that he should not see death, and was not found because God had translated him. For before his translation, he had this testimony that he pleased God. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. By faith, Noah, being one of God of things not seen as yet, 
moved with fear, prepared an ark for the saving of his house, by which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is by faith. By faith, Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should, after receive for inheritance, obeyed, and he went out, not knowing whither he went. By faith, he sojourned in the land of promise as a strange country, dwelling tabernacles, I can't hear you, dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob and the heirs with him of the same promise. I want to hear you read. For he looked for a city which had foundations, whose builder and maker is God. Through faith, also Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed and was delivered of a child when she was past age because she judged him faithful who had promised. Amen. Oh, put your hands together for that. I love that verse. Therefore sprang there even of one, and him as good as dead, so many as the stars of the sky in multitude, and as a sun which is by the seashore innumerable. All these died in faith, not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off, and were persuaded of them, and embraced them, and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. For they that say such things declare plainly that they seek a country. And truly, if they had been mindful of that country from whence they came out, they might have the opportunity to have returned. But now, they desired a better country. I'm, I'm losing you. That is unheavenly. Wherefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he had prepared for them a city. Amen. By faith, Abraham when he was tried, offered up Isaac, and he that had received the promises offered up his only begotten son, of whom it was said, in that, that in Isaac shall thy seed be called, accounting that God was able to raise him up, even from the dead, from whence also he received in him a figure. By faith, Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau concerning things to come. By faith, Jacob, when he was dying, blessed both the sons of Joseph and worshipped, leading upon the stop of his staff. By faith, Joseph, when he died, made mention of the children of Israel departing and gave commandment concerning his bones. By faith, Moses, when he was born, was hid three months of his parents because they saw he was a proper child. And they were not afraid of the king's commandment. By faith, Moses, when he was come to years, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. You are doing a clap for yourself. <clears throat> 25. Choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season. Esteeming the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures in Egypt. For he had respect unto the recompense of the reward. By faith he forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king. For he endured as seeing him who is invisible. Through faith and sprinkling of blood, lest that he destroy the firstborn should touch them. By faith they passed through the Red Sea as by dry land, which the Egyptians are said to do were drowned. By faith, the walls of Jericho fell down after they were compassed about seven days. 
By faith, the harlot Rahab perished not with them that believeth not, when she had received the spies with peace. And what shall I more say? For the time would fail me to tell of Gideon, and of Barak, and of Samson, of Jephthah, of David also, and Samuel, and all the prophets, who through faith subdued kingdoms, wrought righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouth of lions, quenched the violence of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, out of weakness were made strong, waxed valiant in fight, turned to fly the armies of the aliens. Oh, clap your hands. The power of faith, triumphant faith, amen. Let's go on, 35. Women received their dead raised again to life, and others were tortured, not accepting deliverance, that they may obtain a better resurrection. And others had trial of cruel mockings and scourgings, yet moreover of bounds and imprisonment. They were stoned, they were sawn asunder, were tempted, were slain with the sword. They wandered about in sheepskins and goatskins, being destitute, afflicted, and tormented, of whom the world was not worthy. They wandered in deserts and in mountains and in dens and in caves of the earth. And all these, having obtained a good report through faith, received not the promise, God having provided some better thing for us, that they without us should not be made perfect. Oh, put your hands together. That was good, wasn't it? I think Jesus will be doing that. And the word was taking your spirit. The word is downloaded in your spirit right now. Amen. Like, like a computer. Okay. So Hebrews chapter 11, as I said, is a gallery of men and women who triumph over situations and circumstances, as you just read. And who were able to do above their ability or even about that which they thought they could do. And they were successful in different endeavors and in different pursuits. And you know, success in life doesn't come cheap. If you see anybody who's successful, they've been through hard times or they are going through. Because success in life doesn't come cheap. Success doesn't just happen. And even those who have bad success, because, you know, God said to Joshua that you have good success. So if there's good success... Then there's bad success. What is bad success? I'll call the arm robber success bad success. So even those who have bad success, like the arm robbers, work at it by faith. Before they go on operations, they plan, they plot, and they are convinced in faith that tonight will hit it. It will succeed before they set out. No arm robber will go, you know, anyhow, not thinking they'll succeed. Otherwise, they wouldn't go. But they believe they have a certain kind of faith that in, even in their wrongdoing, it will happen for them. Beloved, faith is key. In this life, faith is key. If you can get your faith right, and I'm talking about positive faith, not negative faith, you will triumph in life. If you can get your faith right, because faith leads to triumph. Faith in God leads to triumph. Now, Hebrews 11:1 1 says, now faith is a substance of things you hope for the evidence of things that you do not see or have not seen. Now, the NLT says, faith shows the reality of what we hope for. It is the evidence of things we cannot see. But if you are a good student of English, or those of you who did law among us, you know the evidence is that which is tangible, which is seen. 
So what are you talking about? Evidence of things not seen. Go to any court and say, I've come to give evidence. And they say, what is the evidence? And say, ah, that is not evidence. If something, you know, evidence in court is something that is seen, tangible, right? The lawyers, we are, we are here plenty. Amen. But Bible says that faith is a substance of things that we hope for. And when you hope for something, it is not yet substance. It is in the vision. It's in the dream. But the faith is a substance. The things that you hope for, you, you see it, you, you have it. Amen. That is faith. So faith shows the reality of the things that we hope for. And is the evidence of things that we cannot see or we have not seen. There are certain elements in faith that I want to talk about this morning. And the first one is that vision. is vision. There must be vision where our faith is concerned. The evidence of things not seen. Vision, you see it. It's not yet, but you see it. And I always say that the, the artists, the designers among us, I think they can relate better. Because, and, the, and the architects, they can relate better because they see it in their mind's eye and they take their pen and they start to draw. You understand me? So faith must of necessity have vision. There must be a vision where our faith is concerned because faith is the evidence of things not seen. So you, you must have a vision. You must see something that is not in which you have faith for it to be or for it to happen. Amen. So you can't say I have faith. Faith for what? There must be a certain vision that you have. What you are believing for, you must see it. Not with the, the physical eye, but with the, the, that, that spiritual eye. You must have that inner conviction that you, you have it. Amen. While in the natural, it doesn't, it's not yet apparent. But it is to you. Amen. And by faith, people can do great things. Because ordinarily, by your strength, by your natural strength, you can't do it. But when faith comes in, you believe it so much that you can do it. Amen. Oh, put your hands together. Like the S-bombers, the S-bombers, you know them. They believe so much that as soon as they, they what is it, the denotator or whatever, the bomb detonates. Uh -huh. <laughs> detonates the bombs. They will appear in paradise with seven virgins for their wives. And because of that, they will strap on and pop. Their faith is strong. They believe it. There's an inner conviction. They don't have it with their eyes, but they believe it shall become. It is because they have been told so. So faith really is to see with your spiritual eye the things that you cannot yet see you know, with, with, with your natural eye or vision. So that's one element in faith. The second element is trust. Trust. In order for your faith to be, there must be the element of trust. That is trusting God and believing him that he will do as he has said or he will do as you know he will do. Not just can do, but will do. Hebrews 11, 11. That's my favorite one. No, I think my, my third favorite in that chapter. It says, through faith also, Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed and was delivered of a child when she was past age. And this is a part I love. Because she judged him faithful who had promised. She judged God faithful. Amen. Who had promised. Whenever you have faith in God, 
you are judging that God is faithful. When you don't have faith in God, or when you fear, you are saying that God is not trustworthy. You are judging him as one who is not trustworthy, who doesn't honor his word. And that is why lack of faith is grievous before God. The unbelieving and the abominable, Bible says, will have their place in the lake of fire. Unbelieving. People without faith in God. Because when you don't trust God, you are saying that he is not trustworthy. But Sarah said, Sarah said she judged God faithful. She didn't judge her circumstance. That I'm too old. That would be another judgment. But she judged that God is faithful. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. She rejected the obvious. The obvious was that she was past age. She past menopause. And technically, it was impossible for her to conceive or to bring forth. She was past childbearing age. That is the obvious. But she looked away from the obvious. And I'm telling you this morning that for your faith to be operative, look away from the obvious. Amen. Look away from what you see. You see, look away from the facts around you. And I've told you countless times the difference between truth and fact. Facts are what appear to be truth is what is. So stop looking at the facts and judging the situation. Judging your case. We are judging our cases by facts. Meanwhile, God is telling you the truth. So stop judging your situation by the facts. And judge your situation by the truth. Which is the word of God. And that is supernatural living. If you live in the natural, you will be judging things by the facts around you. But for you to receive, you must look into the supernatural. Look beyond the natural. The Christian life is supernatural living. It is a supernatural life. Which one of you has met God anywhere? Show me your hand. Who was there when Jesus was crucified? Who has seen Jesus? Apart from vision. I've seen him in a vision. Have you seen him? But yet you believe. You believe that God is God. That there is a God. And Jesus is son. That he was crucified. Died. And on the third day, rose from the dead. And he's seated at the right hand of God. Making intercession on your behalf. Oh, come and put your hands together. You are living the supernatural life. You are not living the natural. Yeah, you are living the life of faith. Hallelujah. Look past the circumstances. Amen. Romans 4.19 says, and of Abraham, that Sarah's husband, and being not weak in faith, his faith was strong. His faith wasn't weak. He said he considered not his own body now dead. Those of you who are a bit imaginative can understand. I don't need to go into the nitty gritty of that. No, on this holy pulpit. He considered not his own body now dead when he was about 100 years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. He didn't consider the reality set before him. He didn't consider. So stop, and you know, to consider something, you, you, you look at it, you believe it, you think on it, and you rehash it, and you think on it, and you accept it. Mm -mm. He didn't consider that. There are certain things you must stop considering. If you go into the place of triumphant faith, there are certain things you should stop considering. 
I stopped considering my medical report a long time ago. Oh, yes. Anytime I get a diagnosis, I'm happy. I'm thankful to the doctor. I'm happy for his medicine and everything. But really, in my mind, I know what God has said. The God who said, I will live to see my son's children. Children. He is God. He's the ultimate. So no matter what happens, I'm not looking to the circumstance. I'm looking to his word and judging him faithful who has promised that he is able to do exceedingly, oh, come on, help me, abundantly, above all that you can ever think, ask, or imagine. Is somebody with me this morning? Put your hands together. Abraham did not consider the obvious. He didn't put into consideration in all his asking. He didn't put into consideration. No, it's not part of it. Forget that you are old. Somebody needs to hear this word. Forget that you are old. Forget that diagnosis. Oh, because you see, if you don't forget the situation, it will shake you down. Shake your faith. Put your faith down. Because that's all that you see. You know, my mother said, whenever I take the mic, I become very concerned. This one, my husband was reading something. Came to the room and said, I said, oh, why are you coming? Said, well, I was reading. I said, what are you reading? And he told me some medical journal he was reading. And I want to tell him on this Sunday morning, if you read that, that's where your faith will go. But of course, being the dutiful, good wife. I said nothing. Did I say anything? No, I didn't say anything. But that's what I thought in my mind. Because I've seen it. That when you start reading, those of you like Google, you Google every symptom. You Google your neck is hurting. You Google why neck pain. And they tell you that it's because of a blood clot. It's because of this and because of that. And by the time you finish Googling, you have the disease. Or at least you think you have the disease. Then you are fearful. It becomes worse. Who has ever experienced that before? All of us. The time is to take you to Google. Go and read your Bible. Read your Bible. Hey, I said Google your diseases. Hmm. Why? The, what is the? What? What is the? This and that. I'm very, very curious. I'm a very, very curious. But I like reading a lot, so I read anything. But I've had to kind of check myself. I mean, I'm the type that if the doctor gives me a, med- a medication, I have to go and read the precautions, side effects, and decide. Mm. Stop considering the obvious. Forget that you are old. And I don't know why I keep on hammering on the old. Because some of you feel that it's past time. Your time is past for this old. At this age, you know, I'm old. And who told you? This is a life begins at 40. Now you say life begins at 70. The way some people are behaving in this house. So stop allowing the enemy to speak to your mind. Where you are coming from, nobody has done that in your family before. And so what? You are the first time, man. You shall be the first. Amen. Oh, put your hands together. Thank you, madam. Yeah, she said, and so what with me? Yes, God bless you. And so what? You know, these are all the lies of the devil. Amen. Stop looking at the situation. It will stop your faith. It will shake your faith. Let's go to Matthew chapter 14, um, 26 to 30. Pastor, please time me. Today, I promise I'll be good. And Bible says, and when the disciples, okay, so Jesus was with his disciples, and they, he said to them, they should get into the boat and go. He's coming. In the night watch, they saw an image coming. It was Jesus, but they thought it was a ghost. 
So Bible says, and when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, it is a spirit. And they cried out for fear. But straight away, Jesus spoke to them and said, be of good cheer. Be encouraged. Don't be afraid. It is I. And Peter answered and said, Lord, if it be thou, bid me come unto thee on the water. And Jesus said, come. And when Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. Amen. Oh, put your hands together and thank the Lord. <laughs> Amen. He started walking on the water to go to Jesus. But look at what happens. Verse 30. But when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid and beginning to sink, he cried saying, Lord, save me. So long as he looked at Jesus and he looked at the word come, he was walking in obedience to the word, he was walking on water. Walking. But when he turned his eyes away from Jesus and saw the wind, at once he lost faith and started to sing. Don't turn your eye away from the word. Do not turn your eyes away from Jesus. You see, the circumstances will terrify you. And the circumstances will bring your faith down. But immediately, he started to sing. So long as you keep your eyes on the natural, what you see is what you get. People say that what you see is what you get. So the, the natural sight where faith is concerned doesn't help you. You need to look to the word of God and look onto what God says. See, that is where you lose ground. When you, you stay in the natural realm, considering your situation, seeing the wind and the sea and all that, and then people say, okay, okay, this is happening. Hey, do you know this? Shut your ears to them. Open your ears to the voice of the spirit of God. He is our teacher. He is the one who God has appointed to be our teacher. Listen to him. Do you know there's a story, or not a story, this is what happens. This is how the eagle is able to kill snakes. When the eagle gets into a fight with a snake, all he does is he swoops down, picks the snake, and then takes it high up, high up, and then he shakes the snake. At that altitude, the snake can't breathe. The snake's strength is when he's on the ground, slithering. He's in his element. He's on his ground. You can't. If the eagle should fight the snake on ground, the snake will bite. King Cobra. And, and paralyze him. And the eagle bird is wise enough to know that. So he picks the snake up, goes up immediately. And by the time he gets to a certain altitude, the snake, it can't breathe. It's lifeless. Shakes it in the sky. You see, so, so long as you stay on ground with the devil, he'll beat you. So long as you are considering the situation and, and the this and the that on ground, oh, he'll beat you every time. But when you take it up in the spirit, by the way, by prayer, oh, that is where your triumph is. Because at that point, you are standing on your ground because you are seated in Christ Jesus in heavenly places far above all principality and power and thrones and dominions and everything, every name that is named in this earth, beneath the earth mommy water, papa water, papa water, water. you are up 
seated in Christ Jesus. So what kind of demon, what kind of devil at all can match you when you are seated in Christ Jesus? The word of God operative in you. See, that word is truth. That word is power. It is the word of life. That word can quench every fairy dart of the enemy. Is somebody with me this morning? Put your hand together and thank the Lord for his word. You see, so do not fight on the earthly plane. Stop it. Stop fighting on the earthly plane. And this person has offended me. And this person has done that. You are losing ground. You are losing ground. And you call somebody, hey, what you said, I'm coming. Hey, you are losing ground. Get on your knees. Pick it up there. And that is where you win your battles. I'm saying that when you fight on the natural plane, you will lose the battle. Because there are too many bats. And what if? And if? And that's fight on the natural plane. No? We're saying, oh, 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 oh my goodness. These my media people. They are powerful. Um, clap for the media guys. You see, aha, uh -huh, you see. Uh, look at it. The eagle has picked the snake. Taking it up. See the middle is where he picks it up. They're taking it up. Incapacitating the snake. Straight. That's what you do to the devil. Pick him up. In the realm of the spirit to the word. To prayer. You stop him. Jesus said to the devil. It is written. It is written. And that was the end of him. Amen. So don't fight in the natural plane. Take the battle to the faith realm. The realm of faith. And that is where our battles are won. That's what I'm talking to you about. Faith that triumphs or triumphant faith. Amen. You see, triumphant faith is having a vision. A vision that it can be or it is in spite of the odds around you. Amen. That is, that's where you triumph. In spite of the odds around you, you, you believe. You, you know in your knower that this thing, it shall come to pass. If it has happened already, it's, it's about to manifest. They say, Razi, why ye we? Why ye see? Why ye we? No, why ye see? He's done it already, but it is no hidden somewhere. At the appointed time, it will manifest. I'm telling you, somebody, this morning, God has finished on your case. How long does it take God to work a miracle? He's finished already. At the appointed time, it will manifest. Hallelujah. To your joy and to his glory. Somebody celebrate the goodness of God. The faith is believing the God of the situation. He is God over every situation. Amen. The God of the situation and the God of the circumstance. Rather than the circumstance and the situation. How did the circumstance come? I mean, God is everything and over everything. A few days ago, I woke up in the morning. I don't know one thing or the other. I was thinking about a few things and I was like, I was trying to go. Then my little cousin, he called me. He said, Cousin, how are you? I said, oh, Cousin, I'm fine. And that's one or two challenges. Then he started talking. He said, Cass, always think on the why and the how will fall in place. And I said, you, what are you telling me? My cousin is called Julian. I said, what are you? He said, when you think about the why you are in ministry, the how will fall in place. I said, you, you are preaching. 
Continue. But he was right. But when he said that, and I started thinking, why am I in ministry? And I remembered where God picked me from. And I remembered the reason why I said, Lord, I give you this life. Whatever you want to do with this, I do it. It's yours. So, I said, I'm going to pray, pray. I said, I'm going to pray. I said, i Some of you are not old, so you don't understand that one. <laughs> you, you understand? And when you remember the, the why, so the how will fall into place. So that's what I'm saying. Remember or think on the God of the situation rather than the situations around you. Because the situation around you will always bring you down. Amen. So believe God, the God of the situation. Amen. The God who is God over the, the sea and the wind. Bible says one day to Jesus was in the boat with his disciples and he was asleep on, 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 on the side of the boat. And the word that's coming to me is a stern, I suppose. That's why he was asleep. And then, Bible says, they arose. And they are said to them, let us go over to the other side. And then they arose, Bible says, a wind of, 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 um, of hurricane proportions. Yes, a wind of hurricane proportions. And the water was beating into the boat. And it looked like the boat was going to be filled. And so the disciples were afraid. And they went as a master. Do you not care that we, we are perishing? We are perishing and you are sleeping. You don't care about us. And Jesus rose up. And Bible said he said to the wind, peace, be still. He said to the wind and to the sea, peace, be still. In fact, Mark says, and he rebuked. Say, hey, be still, peace, be still. At once. The sea was calm, and the wind too ceased. Why? Because he's a master of the sea, and a master of the wind. That's what I'm saying. That look to the God of the circumstance, and the people were shocked. They said, "What man, man of man is this that even the wind and the sea obey him?" Listen, if the wind and the sea obeys Jesus. Your case is small. Yeah. Tell us about my case is small. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The sea, this big sea, shout on it, and it stops. Wind, seas, it stops. He's master over all. Amen. So, trusting in his ability and also in his willingness to do for you is key. And it's part of the faith thing. You see, because sometimes... Some people are willing to do certain things. No, some people are able to do certain things, but they are not willing. How many of you know that? Some people are able. They are able, but they are not willing. So when you go to and say, oh, brother, this and this. Oh, if I come yesterday morning. Just yesterday morning. Au revoir. They are able, but they are not willing. There are plenty of people like that. But as for God, he is able and he's also willing. Yes. He's able and he's also willing. See, and that is where oftentimes the enemy will, will deceive us. When we, are, we have prayed about something, we are waiting, and it's not coming. And then you know that God is able. That's what that, not, that you know he's able. But he said, I know he's able, but will he do it for me? For me. Why not you? 
What is the problem between you and God? And he asks us, why not me? If he's done it for AC Mansa and Kweku this and Kwabena this, what, why would he not do it for you? God is willing, he's able, and he's willing. Amen. Bible says one day Jesus was in a certain city and a leper came to him. So a man came, he was full of leprosy. That means he was at, you know, stage five or six, Luke 5, 12 to 13. And Bible said when he saw Jesus, he, he went to him. He fell before him and said, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. If you are willing. Because he knew that Jesus is able. But will he be willing to help him? That's another question. You see, that, 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 that place, I've been there before, of understanding that, yes, he can. But the thing is that, will he, for me, you must put them together. He can. And he's willing. Yes, he's willing to do it for you. The man said, if you can... If you are willing, you, you can make me clean. Jesus says, I'm willing. Be clean. And Jesus touched him. And you know, they, they, those days, they, they didn't touch lepers. They, re, they reserved colonies for them. They live far from the, the, the camp. But Jesus touched him. and said, I'm willing. Be clean. And Bible says, immediately, the leprosy departed from him. God is willing. God is willing to help you. God is willing to heal you. He's willing to help you. Get it clear in your mind today. Because today we are picking your faith from where it is right now. That's the whole purpose of this sermon. Picking your faith from where it is to where it ought to be. I don't expect anybody to leave this auditorium today and go and be crying and murmuring. Because your faith, I'm, I'm praying by the power of the word that your faith be lifted up and strengthened. Amen. And that's the point where we come to the, the, the receiving and the miracles. Amen. You see, the, the, the lies of the devil that he, he brings is just to bring you down and bring down your faith in God's faithfulness. Not in God's ability, because we know that God can. But then, in God's faithfulness, that's where the enemy hits. And that is why the Bible says, Sarah judged him faithful. That if anything at all, God's faithfulness, once he has said it, he will do it. It will be as he has spoken. It will be. Amen. That's the Bible says, without faith, it is impossible to please God. Don't get into lack of faith. So he that cometh to God must believe that God is. And that he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. God rewards faith. Faith is a currency. Faith in your hand or in your heart or in your spirit is like money. It's currency. Faith, your faith is currency. Because you see, you, you assess the thing that you ought to assess by faith. The exchange of faith. Amen. Hallelujah. And your faith is what will keep you. David said that I would have fainted. I would have died. I would have collapsed. I would have given up. Except I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. So unless I had believed. If I didn't have faith. I mean, if I didn't believe, and believe in faith, interchangeable, so I would have fainted unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. His problems were great. The situation was dark. But because he believed, he didn't faint. Your faith will keep you afloat. Your faith will keep you standing. Your faith will keep you strong. Is somebody with me this morning? Oh, put your hands together and thank the Lord. And I want to ask you, what do you believe? What do you believe? 
What are you believing? What do you believe? Because what you believe is what you are getting. Amen. But use the currency of faith to access your answers to your need to, to get into your breakthrough. Because faith never fails to deliver. Faith always delivers. Faith triumphs. Faith wins. Are we together? You see, today I, 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 I speak to your spirit to begin to see the invisible and trust God to do what you know he can do and what you know he will do. From today, change your mindset. Not will he do it. Definitely, he will do. It will come to pass. Is somebody with me? Put your hands together. As impossibilities become possibilities. And by faith you will triumph over sin. <laughs> by faith you will triumph over fear. I'm closing now. By faith you, you triumph over lack. You triumph over fear. And pain. Whatever it is, you triumph. You see, because you've been called into a triumphant life. God didn't bring us into this Christian life for, for defeat. Oh, yeah, he could have left you in the world. But he's brought you into this Christian life. This supernatural life, this God-filled life, to triumph. So I give you dominion over all things, everything. Dominion, triumph, overcome. By faith, you will triumph. Amen. Amen. You will win over every situation, over the laws of nature. It started like this. The natural process is that it should end to this or end at this. But by faith, that process will be stopped and there will be a turnaround. That's what we call miracles. God's intervention in the natural course of nature. By faith, we will resist the enemy. Oh, are we together this morning? By faith, you receive courage to stand in this life. By faith, you receive boldness to do the things that you think or you thought you couldn't do. And others think you can't do. They should watch this space. Tell somebody near you, watch this space. Amen. By faith, you win battles. And by faith... We shall conquer all the power of the enemy. We want to rise up on your feet this morning by faith. In faith. Hallelujah. Lift up your two hands unto the Lord and begin to thank God for the, the faith that he has given you. Bible says God has given unto every man a measure, the measure of faith that is needed. And then we also receive what is called the gift of faith. But we are all living the faith life. Lift up this, your hands this way and thank God for faith. Thank God for the faith that he has given you. The disciples of the Lord increase our faith. The Bible tells us faith comes by hearing. And hearing by the word of God. Lift up your voice this morning. Thank God. Thank you Lord. We give you praise for your word of truth. Your word of faith. Thank you my God. The Lord this morning. I have received in my spirit. Ah overcoming faith. This one, I receive triumphant faith. And I declare that I triumph over all things. Somebody lift up your voice and begin to make your faith confession. According to your, your life and your situation. Begin to speak out what you believe. That God will do what is happening. And what will happen. It's a personal thing. Lift up your voice and make your faith declaration this morning. And you make the declaration, you stick with it. You are not going home and going back for it. No, 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 no. Lift up your voice and declare. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Somebody tell yourself, and it's not presumptuousness. Tell yourself, I have the wisdom of God. 
I have the mind of Christ. I am able. The spirit of God dwells in me. There's nothing I cannot do by his spirit. Somebody lift up your voice and declare by faith. Oh, mahando boshanta labasanti. Kepatiri antababa. Somebody declare, make faith declarations. Yes, tell that devil, that old slew, that you are not dying any day. You are not dying. You are living to declare the good works of the Lord. You shall fulfill your destiny according to the plan of God for your life. Ah, somebody speak out that it shall be well with you. Because that's what the word of God says. So say unto the righteous, it shall be well with them. This morning, speak your faith. Ah, there will be a renewal. Ah, there will be a restoration. What you've lost is coming back to you. Is somebody declaring this morning in this? I cannot hear you people. By your faith this morning, you break every deception going on in your mind. The deception that is crippling you. That deception that is making you depressed. You cannot be depressed. No. You will not be depressed. You are not depressed. Power of God is within you. It shall come to pass. Oh, Makado Boshanda. Lift up your voice this morning. Somebody pray this morning. Ah, you are moving from the natural to the supernatural realm of God. You are leaving the natural realm of impossibilities and you enter into the realm of possibilities, the realm of faith. Faith in God. He said, if you can believe, if you can believe, all things are possible to him that believes. If you have faith as small as a master seed. Hey, he said, you shall say to this mountain, be thou removed and cast into the sea. And it shall be done. This morning we speak mountain moving faith. Somebody speak to that mountain. That thing that looms high above and over you and in front of you. And you think you cannot overcome it. Ah, by the power of God we command the mountains to be raised down. May the power of God raise the mountains down. Or may the strength of God bore a hole through the mountain. Or may you receive the strength to climb the mountain and over. Whatever it is, no mountain shall stand before you, child of God. Lift up your voice this morning. I can't hear people. It shall end in praise. Somebody declare that my situation will end in testimony. My situations will end in praise. This morning, I come against a lack of faith. I come against discouragement in your heart. I come against the spirit of fear. For God has not given you the spirit of fear. He's given you the spirit of power of love and of a sound mind. I release the power of God against that fear. I break the yoke of fear in your spirit. Now, in the name of Jesus, receive your liberty now. Receive your deliverance from fear, anxiety. So I'm having panic attacks. Ha! I command that spirit to leave you now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. This morning, I command deliverance. No more panic attacks. You will not panic. Ha! Ah, by the power and strength of the spirit of God in you. You remain stable. You are stable. You are steadfast. Ah, you are fixed in Christ. Unmovable and unshakable. Nothing can shake you. 
you will not have panic attacks. And that's a word. Ah, somebody today received deliverance from panic attacks. There are certain people in this place. You get panic attacks this morning. Come, 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 come. Quickly. God's deliverance is here this morning. No more panic attacks. For the strength of God delivers you. In the name of Jesus. Come quickly. In the mighty name of Jesus. My time is up, so come quickly. Madobo Shanabahaya. In the mighty name of Jesus. No panic attacks. I come against the spirit of terror. It's the enemy. The Bible says, You shall be far from terror. You shall be far from oppression. And you shall be far from terror. Because it will not come near you. This morning, I rebuke. I rebuke that spirit of fear. I rebuke that spirit, causing panic. Hey, in the mighty name of Jesus, your future is in the hand of God. No more panic. Take it now. Yes. Take it. Thank you for listening to today's word. Connect with us on our website, www.tlgm.org. Get interactive with Apostle on all social media platforms at Apostle Leanne Coffey. Yeah. <laughs>